Hey, what's up, everyone? You're tuning into the fifth episode of the Control C Methods podcast. Uh, just a fair warning: I was driving while I was recording this episode, uh, so I do apologize for that. Bear with me. The next episode will definitely be better. Um, if you can't understand anything I'm saying, just let me know. Reach out to me at control or ctrlc methods at gmail.com, or you can reach out to me on Facebook. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Control C Methods podcast. This is a podcast where I talk about uh, experiences that I have in my life. I find other people as well who have had success in different areas in their life. And then we try and figure out what we can do to get the same result. It's not always the same for everyone because everything isn't always copy-paste. But there is some flexibility as far as just, you know, making it your own. But I'm driving in the car today. I don't know if you can tell. Uh, I had to drive out to West Seattle to go pick up an espresso machine. Uh, my wife and I are kind of coffee addicts, uh, especially since I worked at Starbucks for about eight years. There's probably not a single day that goes by that I don't drink coffee. Coffee is probably my blood type. If I had to choose one you know, coffee that would be my thing, uh, it would probably be like a dark roast. Like I normally drink espresso all the time and add a little creamer to it, but my blood type's definitely coffee. Uh, if you're a parent, you probably understand that feeling. Uh, if you also work a job, you probably understand that feeling. If you go to school, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but anyways, I just wanted to talk about uh, like reflection, just like how important it is to reflect on where we have personally come from. Oftentimes when I'm looking at other people online, like if, if you're scrolling around Facebook and just like seeing what your friends are doing, it's cool and all, and you, you know, it's really cool to see your friends be successful, but doing that often and often, just over and over and over again every day, we start getting this idea in our head like, oh shit, I'm not good enough because I didn't hit, you know, this goal here that this person did, or I didn't get this promotion, or I didn't do this and that. When we start to do that, we start to compare apples to oranges, and it's not the same thing. We gotta control apples to apples. So what made me think about this was listening to Steve Larson's uh, Sales Funnel Radio Podcast. If you haven't heard it, go on Spotify, Apple, uh, iTunes, and everything like that, Sales Funnel Radio. That is Steve Larson's uh, podcast there, but I think it was on the first episode that I heard he was talking about how he would compare himself to other people who have had success in online marketing. And when you first start out, it's really easy to get hooked in to this promise of like, oh, I can make money online and I don't have to talk to people, sign me up. And then all of a sudden you start trying to learn all these different things instead of focusing on the things that you're good at and learning at your own pace. It isn't an overnight success thing, no matter what it is that you do. Back when I started and was first introduced to anything entrepreneur-related, I was about 18 years old. I think I was 17 years old at the time. And my parents, uh, they got introduced to some multi-level marketing thingy, selling some type of juice or whatever. And while it was cool and all, you had to buy this product and then turn around and try and flip it. So you had to buy it wholesale and then sell it at, at retail. And while that's cool and all, it was hard to find people who found value in that drink unless you can convince them 
that there was value in the drink and that they couldn't go anywhere else to do it. So at that time, I, I joined this program under my parents and I learned, I went to their meetings and I started learning how things work. This was the first time I was exposed to anything entrepreneur related. And if you consider MLMs, you know, entrepreneurship, you know, sure, go for it. That's cool. That's, that's what opened my eyes to this whole thing about making money on your own without having to rely on somebody else paying you like in a nine to five. You can set your own terms and everything like that. So that's what hooked me right there. So after a while of selling these juices, uh, it, I noticed that I was spending way more money than I was making back. And I was having way more problems trying to convince people to see the value that I saw in this juice. There was no offer or anything that I created in order to teach these people about the benefits of this juice. I mean, besides going through a presentation that we went through like on a slideshow and just click through it and tell everybody about it, it just, it was hard to separate ourselves from everybody else who was doing the same thing. And if you didn't have a following before, it was hard to catch, you know, get traction in order to have people follow you and, and all this stuff and seeing success and all that with it. But anyways, that, I learned there that it was important to basic, to just, to dive in. You know, I was scared about everything and after, you know, you can cut off your auto ship and all, stop all your stuff, whatever. Uh, but after that, there was another MLM that I joined. It was uh, some type of health thing. And you know, those health things pop up all the time. I don't remember the names of all of them. But, uh, sorry, I'm looking at my GPS because I, I don't know how to... I'm in West Seattle and I haven't really been over this, time, this side of town. But uh, anyways, back to what I was saying. The next thing was some type of health weight loss thing. And not everybody is trying to lose weight. Not everybody has time to lose weight. And then drinking whatever the hell this thingy is that helps you lose weight, it's cool and all, but then it costs you money that you might not necessarily have. So doing that too is another thing of going through this whole juice thing, the same juice process that I went through. It's like, hey, here's my product, put it in your face, and I hope you buy. That was it. There was no type of value afterwards from there. And now that I'm, what, I'm 31 years old now, so it's been, what, 13 years since I've started you know, trying to do things on my own or being an entrepreneur. It's, since I've started, I've learned so many things along the way. A couple of years ago, I was introduced to online marketing, which was, uh, which is kind of the same thing as, you know, marketing in general, but you're doing it online. And I think it was two years ago is when I discovered it. One of, one of my friends hit me up on Facebook and was like, hey man, check out this program. These guys are making a shit ton of money. You know, me, when it comes to money and people say, hey, you can make money, I'm gonna listen because you can make money. You know, what's there to, what else is there to know? Like, give me the money. So I dove in and I paid like the 100 bucks or whatever it was. And then right when, um, I think there was, I think it was like a one, two or three week, I don't remember how many weeks it was in this, this program that I signed up for for 97 bucks or something BS like that. But after I finished that, there was an upsell to purchase a $2,000 product. And then another upsell to purchase a $5,000 product, 10,000 and 20,000. And each one of these, I mean, it, 
the way they structured it was, hey, this one is going to give you more value than the previous one. This top tier one is going to give you all the value that you need, and it's going to include everything in all these other packages. So obviously my intention was to get to that top tier so that I can get all of that knowledge, get all that information, and sell the same product to everybody else because the commissions were so fat. So right when I was about to, I, was, I think there was a $7,500 product too, but I was about to sign up and spend this money after I borrowed it from a family member. My friend hit me back up and he's like, hey man, uh, I dropped out because I think it's a scam. And me being prideful, I decided to just go along with it anyways because I started it and I didn't want to just quit without experiencing what could happen in here. And I thank God for my wife at the time, my, my wife now, she's still my wife. Me and my wife have been together for almost 10 years. But she, she was very hesitant on it before because, like I said, it was something new for both of us. And at the time, jumping into something like that was definitely out of our range. But I did learn so many things. So what sold me was this video sales letter, which is basically a video uh, that's selling you on the product or the information or the service that you're looking at possibly buying. And I saw this video, and the, the guy in the video, I can relate to him because he was, he, he looked like some Hispanic guy, I'm an Hispanic guy myself, uh, and he was flashing around like, you know, his jewelry and his cars, but his story, he was talking about his family and how he was able to take his family out to vacation for like a week or two, dropping like $15,000 for his family. And hearing that story, I was like, man, I would give anything in the world to be able to take my family to just hang out and have fun and just be ourselves without having to worry about the stresses of life, work, you know, relationships, everything. Like, just go out and relax and spend time together the way that I remember when I was a kid. Growing up, I was one of four kids and then five kids and then six kids and it was very interesting being the oldest um, we had our Christmas time and everything like that it was definitely memorable because we had so many family members coming over to you know we were a Hispanic family we would bring over arroz con gandules we would make pedin we would make uh, coquito even I mean I was too young to drink it myself but you know it was all there that's how I learned how to make fun. But anyways, I I saw this video and I said to myself, like, man, I just imagined, like, wow, how incredible would it be if I could call up my family and say, hey, mom, hey, grandma, or Wella, I called her Wella. Hey, uh, I'm going to go visit you guys for like a week. We're going to go somewhere. I'm going to take care of all of it. Don't worry about a thing. Just being able to just say that, just thinking about that lifted me up so much that I just wanted this to happen like really, 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 really bad. And in the video, he talked about how he did it with his family. He talked about how he learned these processes. And the way he learned these processes was through the product that he was selling. And this, another thing that caught me besides like him spending time with his family was the fact that he was able to go to a Ferrari dealership. He was going in some whatever car and he told the guy that he wanted to buy this Ferrari. And the salesman laughed at him because he was wearing basketball shorts, flip-flops, and a t-shirt. And he said, all right, whatever. He goes out to the bank, gets a cashier's check for the uh, 
uh, full amount of that Ferrari walks back to the dealership and he had all this recorded you know we see this all on camera for like credibility which was crazy in itself so we go back he goes back to the dealership and he buys the car from this guy the look on this guy's face was like you know this guy is dressed up in a nice suit from top to bottom he's all clean cut he's selling six-figure cars he was stereotyping this guy to begin with but and then just seeing him walk away or drive away with this car I was just like damn if this guy can do it so can I so I got sucked into this whole process and what I learned in that time was you know how to I, I learned a lot of little things like how what is marketing what is affiliate marketing basically how can I make sales online and even though that that program didn't go into like super detail about you know every little thing I it put me in the right path to learn more about making money online I learned how to track links uh, I learned how to set up Facebook ads how to set up Facebook pixels so that when somebody goes to my website and they interact with the website they're left with a cookie and I can retarget them later on that information right there was huge in itself um, and that is something that I've learned that a lot of people don't actually know. Uh, when I was growing up in high school, I did a lot of drawing and a lot of, uh, I like to play, I, I was obsessed with like hip hop and like the four elements of hip hop and I wanted to master every single one of them. I would sit there and <laughs> make rap songs all day and I would battle people at school and then it came to like, all right, I want to learn how to break dance. All right, I want to learn how to do graffiti. And it was just like all this, even DJing, I even had turntables. And I wanted to learn how to do all this stuff. I don't even know how I got there. All right, excuse me for getting off track. But I learned how to do all these things. And then all of a sudden the program, I found out that I had to spend more money than the 5,000. And it seemed like every time it was time for me to learn something or anytime I learned something new from this whole thing, I had to spend a shit ton more money to learn this through their program. What I didn't know at the time was that I could have learned this on my own outside had I known where to look for it. I wouldn't have lost $5,000 there and I wouldn't have owed my family that $5,000. I wouldn't look like a scumbag bringing that $5,000 or taking the $5,000 and not being able to give it back yet. But if I would have known at that time that I could find this information somewhere else, I would have had such a major headache gone. I, I, that block of embarrassment would have been gone. But what I, what I want to talk about is uh, back to what I was originally talking about, like analyzing yourself and reevaluating things of where you've been. I realize how, where I've come from, from so, so long ago, so many things I didn't know at the time that now that I know, I'm just like, wow. And even though I haven't, haven't shared everything that I've known with everybody and that's something that I'm working on, which is why I'm doing this podcast, um, because just me being, being out there and being open and being social is kind of, I don't know, it, it makes me feel super duper nervous, uh, even though people say I'm charming. It's, I don't know, I just feel like... I would like to be left alone half the time, and I know I can't do that. So in order for me to be out there and in the water with everyone, here's this podcast. So the point of this whole thing is stop comparing yourself to other people. 
You don't know where other people are at in their journey. Your journey is different than theirs. So it's not fair for you to say, hey, my friend so-and-so made $100,000 online and you know I'm jealous because I've only made 2,000 or I haven't made anything yet. And it's not, that's not healthy because now you're comparing what they have to what you have and you have no idea how much work and effort and sweat and late nights and tears and arguments and everything else. You have no idea what this other person has been through in order to get that success. So it's best to just focus your energy and your thoughts and reevaluate where you have come from. Where I've come from, I'll get more into my story as the podcast progresses and the more I open up and let you guys know about my background. I don't think I'm prepared for that yet, but as I get closer and closer to opening up and letting you guys know where I've been, where I've come from, and where I'm going, you know, it's there's a there's a lot of history and everybody has a story. So instead of me sitting here and saying, man, I'm upset because I'm not driving that Lamborghini like I wanted, or I'm not, I'm upset because I don't own a house yet, or I'm upset because, you know, I don't have my kids in private school or some other bullshit. I, I have to take a step back and realize, hey, a couple years ago or even a couple months ago, I didn't, I didn't have what I have today. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Uh, I think it was last year I had to bring up my previous year's tax returns. I think it was from 2015. Uh, in 2015, we moved from Florida over here to Washington State. And I saw my tax return and I only made... I think it was like $12,000 for the entire year. My wife was not working, all right? She was not working. She was trying to find a job because we came over here because my job at Starbucks had an opening position and we wanted to do something new. And we got over here and I had my job. Um, and the funny thing was when I got here, they didn't have any hours for me to have. So I had to pick up shifts and work as much as possible to make sure that I can afford the rent and uh, you know feed my, my wife and my kid. And I was amazed when I saw my tax return. I said, I, I said babe, how the hell did we survive with $12,000? Like it's, it's only through God that we were able to survive that. I look at our tax return from the previous year and we've almost 10X that since then. And it's, I, when I think about it, it makes me choke up because I'm like, damn, I, I know what it's like to live inside your car. But when I moved, before I moved over here in Florida, um, or from Florida over here to Washington, I, I had a car that didn't have any AC. Uh, it didn't have, it was a manual Honda. It didn't have a headlight. It was missing a window. Uh, I had no power steering. It had no radio. I had roaches living in the damn car. And I was like, man, I was working at Comcast and I said, man, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to start a business from scratch with two of my friends. We're going to do photography. We're going to do some video work. We're going to make some t-shirts. We're going to do all this stuff. It's going to be amazing. And I took a leap of faith and I jumped out and I decided to go tackle this endeavor with them. And at the, you know, looking back now, I'm just like, man, there's a lot of things I would have done differently, but I'm glad that I experienced that because I learned that I can't trust everybody and that I have to trust myself and my own ability. And there's so many times that I sit here and I stop myself because I don't understand what the hell I get afraid of. I know what I'm doing. 
but it's just the confidence isn't always there. So whatever it is that you're dealing with, don't compare where you're at to where somebody else is at. That's not fair for you. It's unhealthy. Where you're at right now compared to where you were before. Then you can measure how much growth you've had. You can see what you've done. Um, and you can reflect on all the different changes and all the positive things that have happened in your life. A couple of years ago, you may not have been able to close the deal. And now today you close your first deal. You know, your first, I don't know, a couple grand deal, your first six-figure deal, whatever it is. But now you're getting closer and closer. You've got to keep chugging at it. You know, when an airplane takes off, it doesn't just immediately fly into the air. It has to get up to speed on the runway in order to take off. And then when it takes off, it has to go through the process. Um, that's a phone call. I'll have to call you guys, or we'll have to do this podcast later, but uh, thanks for tuning in. I'll have to catch you guys on the next one.